Attention all units, make a podcast, the SAFD Heat Podcast. Start now. From beautiful downtown San Antonio, deep in the belly of the beast at Public Safety Headquarters, this is SAFD Heat. Here is your host, Woody. Uh, you're you're about 30 minutes late. Yeah. You're about 30 minutes late, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're a full podcast and 30 minutes late because you weren't here for the last one. Yeah. You um, were in Florida, luckily, before. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that Any podcast. hurricanes. Still uh, a few bones to pick with you about the uh, getting a little lippy on the last podcast. Making it sound like I was just sitting on the beach doing nothing the whole time. You weren't? Well, not the whole time. Not the whole time. Yeah. There was there's there a, was, yeah. a convention Sometimes going on somewhere. they talk about cop stuff, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. look at the beach. Beautiful. Yep. But we're back for another episode of SAFD Heat. Remember, we need your suggestions for the next episode. So send those to us at firepio at sanantonio.gov. That's it. Yeah. We have a, a special podcast today regarding one of the biggest events that we do here within the department for the public, other than uh, what y'all do day to day. How many years has it been? We've been filling the boot with MDA. My entire career. Anyone? 40 years plus. I remember when I was a kid and I'm 51. So by the way, that's Captain Roger Lopez working for, with MDA the whole time. And uh, Master Chris Fink is here. How you doing, Joe? There you go, buddy. (laughs) So let's talk about Fill the Boot this year. Fill the Boot is something that the public really responds to. Like You can tell uh, how much love there is out there to see all of the members of our department on the street. Um, So it's, it's easy for me to promote for the department. So let's talk about how you all feel about it. Man, I can tell you it's one of those things that before I was here, we did it. I mm-hmm. came here, we do it. It's, you expect to do it every year. Um, obviously, past couple of years, as with everything in the world, some hiccups, you know, with it. COVID, and, and COVID so cancellations. I think it's, it's, it's huge that you guys are here today to talk about and remind us what we're doing, why we're doing it, how important it is that what we're doing. It's a, you know, it's like anything. You get in, you get in the station that day, you have your coffee, your morning meeting, you're like, oh, I got to fill the boot today. And then you get out there and you're like, this is great. It's hot. You know, it's used to doing what in May, super hot. You're standing on the concrete, but then people start smiling and waving and honking and giving you who knows what from their ashtrays with all their change. <laughs> Those are, that's a whole lot of stories. So, for other so, you, so you see what, what I see, at least what I see through social media and, and right. our other channels, it really seems like the public loves it. And is that what it feels like when you all are out there actually collecting? I, I think anybody that's been in our department for more than, a week that's ever done it has a story about something that happened during fill the booth that makes you laugh or, you know, it's a good story. It's a, it's a great thing. And, and I'm still talking. I'll let you guys talk a little more about the importance of it and what it means, you know, to firefighters nationwide. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I came into the department and it was just one of those things that we did, you know, and over the years, going out and kind of meeting the families and going to camps and stuff like that and kind of realizing what a great uh, program this was for not only the art department, but MDA families in uh, San Antonio and the Valley. It it was just, it's just a great opportunity for us as a department to get out in the community, you know, uh, 
and actually for me, a lot of it, and that's why Chris is here. We, as my crew, you know, we would go out and collect and we'd spend a little time out there with the community, but it was, it was a lot of it was us spending time with each other too. You know, we'd go have lunch together and, and, you know, make runs in between. And it was a good time for us kind of being active and not only just doing firefighting stuff, but, you know, doing something for the community as a whole as well. Absolutely. Most definitely. I enjoyed it and I still do enjoy it. I, um, I took a break from it a few years because I was in the EMS division, of course, but I remember being a brand new firefighter over at 28s and cap, uh, talking about MDA and, and doing fill the boot. And for us to go out there and, uh, get this support from the community was awesome to see, you know, and to be a part of that experience. And then as, uh, time progressed, we were always looking forward to it, you know, Right. Every year, hey, we got fill the boot. All right, let's see how much we can collect. You know, we'll kind of make a little like a little game out of it. You know, who could collect the most? And we'd be out there hustling, like Cap say. Um, we'd be up and down up down the street over there off of Blanco and Four Ten, yep. or sometimes we'd go over there off of Bassey and the Quarry area. You know, so we'd see a lot of different individuals, and everybody would be very supportive. You know, for the most part, of what we're doing. I, honestly, I, I that's one thing I would love to see come back is the competitive nature of it. It was for years. It was like. Oh man, you know, I was at ones for a long time. It's like oh, threes is out. Let's go. You could throw out yeah. some challenges yeah, right now. Did. It's like, <laughs> so think see, about that. We'd see threes or we get pissed because 11s was over in our still. It's like, man, go back to the West side. You know, the, mm-hmm. the river walk is ours. You know? So <laughs> yeah. that, that was some of the greatest times, you know, like yelling at each other, like get off our streets. Isn't you know? this the big fundraiser for MDA? Like this is, they count on this. So big time. firefighters as a whole nationwide are MDA's number one sponsor. So right. even at, for our local MDA uh, people and families that we're supporting, a majority of uh, the budget is really fill the boots. You know, uh, you, you look at uh, San Antonio and South Texas, you some of the bigger boots, San Antonio and uh, Corpus and Laredo, those are the ones that are really funding the clinics and the, you know, the research and uh, the camps for these kids uh, to go, go to camp. And, you know, we say kids a lot, but honestly, a lot of these, a lot of these kids are now adults and, right. you know, so it, it, it's supporting them even longer now yeah, because of some of the progress that's been happening. Okay. So fill the boot this year is when, what's the date? So we have uh, secured the permit and uh, we're going to go ahead and shoot for November again this year because I think as a whole, uh, majority of our department enjoyed going out in the cooler weather. Uh, So uh, we have uh, set uh, November 2nd, 3rd and 4th. Uh, C-Shift goes on on the 2nd, which is a Wednesday. And then uh, we finish on the fourth, which is the B shift. Uh, Save the best for last. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Nice. Yeah, this year it would have been really brutal in the spring because we had summer and spring, and then summer just kept going through summer, and <laughs> here we are in fall, and it's still like summer. It's still summer. So exactly. So I hopefully think that's it'll a be huge a little better. In, on yeah, yeah. Thank you for making the change. <laughs> that, no, that's so uh, you know, and I was, COVID. I, you got to think it was COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, COVID okay. did it. Yeah, and actually, that that's exactly what happened. Is uh, we wound up finally having an opportunity to go out. We. San Antonio hadn't gone out in two years and yeah. you know, MDA's funding pretty much dried up. They, they went down to like 10% of their funding for the past two or three years. Right. So uh, them being able to maintain their clinics and, and uh, uh, being able to help with uh, the families during the pandemic was, was a chore, but they got it sure. done. But now us coming back, 
last year we were able to go out and it was kind of be perfectly honest with you it was such a short notice thing that we we, we threw together but the, the you know the guys went out there and they went out there and did a great job and right. we didn't collect what we normally did you know we collect about half of what we normally did last year we collected 114,000 and wow. we used to normally collect in the 200s but hey wow. you know what for first time back after right. three years, you and know, we had it really little, wasn't a bad deal. We had a few things going on with the vaccines and testing well, and all, and all you, that. You know, you know what? Omicron I, was just yeah, and I'm popping you, its head up. I'm glad you bring that up because it, it is kind of one of those things that, you know, the department's changed over the past right. 10 years. There's so much that's going on now. So it's even a bigger commitment for our crews to kind of say, hey, you know what? Call volumes and stuff have gone up, but you know they're they're still taking the opportunity to try to get out there as much as they can to. And to I collect think that money that speaks MTA. to the to just the the benevolent nature of our of firefighters. You know to to want to go and do this. And you mentioned earlier summer camp. Man, I, I've wanted to do it so many times. And your emails are like, okay, never mind. I got everyone. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. That your experience with that and what that means to to you. Obviously, that involvement turned to you're the big cheese now you know, with nationwide when it comes to MDA. Did that come from a, you know, tugging at the heartstrings, working on camp and being like, I believe in this, I need to get more involved. How did, how did that progression happen? You know what? I, I wish I could take every single person out to camp just once. You know, Chris will tell you, Chris used to go out there with me to camp. Uh, it, it really is a life changing experience for you once you go out there. Uh, you, you get to spend some time with some really amazing people. Uh, these kids, these families, uh, for them to be able to spend a week of their life kind of being, you know, a normal kid, they get to go out and they get right. to swim and they get to do all these things. And it, it really is just, uh, uh, almost a resetting of, of your, your personality going out there just to kind of hang out with them because it really does, uh, bring you to a, a point in your life where you realize, man, I'm, I want to help these people. Right. You know, how fortunate we are. Exactly. You, you come back that, and yeah. you know, your coffee's cold and it's like, man, I don't care. If my coffee's cold. You know, the, the, these kids, they, they're amazing, you know, and you really need to meet them. And, and really I, I keep calling them kids. It, it, it's amazing what has happened to where, when I first started going to camp 20 years ago, these kids, they weren't even making it into their, to their teens. Right. You know, we would go to camp and we'd come, we'd go the next year and, and, you know, some of the kids weren't there and it was, it was kind of one of those, you didn't really talk about it a lot because even just 20 years ago, the, the research and the treatments and all that stuff wasn't there. But uh, fast forward to present time within the past seven, eight years, there's been so many new drugs coming out. Right. Um, and we're going to have a guest here in a little bit. It's going to kind of tell her story. Uh, the dramatic change that the funding of, 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 of us supporting MDA that has supported this research has just dramatically changing the lives of a lot of these kids now. So yeah. now they're going, they're going to college, they're getting married, you know, they're, 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 some of them are actually the, the, the disease progression is actually stopping on some of them. Wow. So, mm. so these weren't things we weren't even talking about 10 years ago. And, right. And it's amazing to, to just see the hope in there and, and the families and stuff like that. And we're a big part of that. So you think that without our efts, and I see hours of the there would be the no collective. Camp. There would be the no collective camp. fire there, service, but not just the camp, but the research would there be right. would, there, none of that would yeah. be there. Cause let's just be honest. I mean, it takes money to do that. Yeah. You know, right. it, 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 the, the unfortunate part is that MD doesn't hit the Brock's 
spectrum of, of the, the community. Right. So it's not one of those big ticket items to where pharmaceuticals want to go in and kind of produce drugs for, for, you know, masses of people. It's a smaller group of right. people. So in order for those types of uh, research and funding for, for those types of, of diseases, it, it takes money, you know, and, and that dollar that's going into that boot is basically transferred over to that type of research. Uh, MDA is the number one outside of the federal government that's providing uh, funding for research so for, I, for these types of diseases. And Chris, you can bag me up on this and, and cap yeah. you too. It's, I think we all come into this career as a, a calling, if you will, we exactly. want to make a difference. And we think of like pulling people out of fires or cutting someone out of a car. Mm-hmm. We're saving lives. We're doing that. You know, that we're, we all want to make a difference, but in reality, standing on those street corners, holding somebody's old nasty, dirty rubber boot, filling it, we're still making a difference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That's Most huge. Definitely. So I want to talk to, to your special guest. So let's, uh, yeah, stand by. So I got a question though, you yeah. know, like on the radio shows, you could be like, oh, it's the Nissan hotline calling. Do we have a sponsor for our hotline? We don't. Hotline? No. But she you know, we're owned by the government. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Therefore, we don't solicit. Calling in on the taxpayer hotline. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> calling, calling in on your hotline. On your hotline, taxpayers. All right. And we're back talking about fill the boot for the MDA, which is coming up November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So a huge turnout. Yes. Huge turnout. Previous years, we, you know, we either had no fill the boot or last year you said it was a little bit slower. And so this year we're looking for a hundred percent home run. And so you've had a few minutes to think about it. You said you missed the challenges. So you need to throw out some mentions of some stations that you want to challenge to raise the most money. So go ahead. No, we're looking at it last year. Call it. 114,000 last year. Mm -hmm. We can double that. I think so. But you said you wanted individual specific challenges. So. Oh, no, that, that, that's uh, off the oh, record you just between stations. You can't back away from well, it now. I mean, last year, B-Shift dominated a lot by $10,000 really? $10, more, a lot more than A-Shift, obviously. But uh, Okay, so you're throwing out a challenge uh, hey, per shift? No, well, I mean, let's just B-Shift. Decide. B-Shift, keep it up, you know? Okay. Let's, let's dominate again. Shift. So you actually have the amounts there per Shane's shift? talking about C-Shift. Yeah, let's see that C-Shift. Come on. Okay, B-Shift well, B- was in first place. Who was in second place? C-Shift came after that, and then, uh, well, A-Shift, you know, shocker. There it is. So, oh, hey, maybe the A-Shift, there it is. Maybe the A-Shift can, uh, there it ouch, is. can represent a There's the challenge I was yeah. looking for. There you go. All right, go. there we go. Ouch. You so were talking cap. smack earlier, and then you kind of just well, buckled right there. I was talking smack about, like, You buckled under pressure. Stations. All right. Anyhow. All right. So, Kev, you, you invited a, a special guest on to talk to us, one of uh, a longtime friend of yours. I have. I have. Of the firefighters and MDA. Uh, do you want to... Take a second and introduce her to us. Yeah. So uh, her name is Sori. Uh, and my connection to her is uh, she was one of the first campers that I met when I first started going to camp about almost 20 years ago. And uh, uh, I think she has just such a great story of how, you know, MDA, uh, the support that she's received from Fill the Boots and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, she's just got such an amazing story of how she's grown and just turned into this wonderful person that I've, I, I know and I get I get to uh, uh, consider a friend of mine and her, her name's Sori and she's from the Valley. And, uh, well, can can you hear us, Sori? Are you there? Welcome to the Are you there, Sori? 
here. <laughs> Sorry, you're our first guest on our newly minted taxpayer hotline. taxpayer hotline. So, uh, well, what an honor! What an honor! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so nice to meet you. My name is Woody, and I'm here with my partner uh, Joe Arrington as well. And we are the two uh, fools that host this podcast. And so we, we've heard a lot about you. And I guess the first thing I want to say is that you totally got our age wrong. I did. I did. I, mean, yes. I think that's partially because we I don't You were talking about all the wonderful developments uh, with MDA treatments and and how we're seeing people uh, live a lot longer. And then you totally shorted her on- I did. I said she was in her late 20s and only because- you, you you should see some of her Facebook stuff that she's putting out there. She's she, she's amazing and mm-hmm. it, it, she's still young, but she, she's uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I I, I I undershot it, but I, that's probably a good thing. It's a good thing, yeah. So um, yeah, I appreciate. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> most 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 of the time, it is a good thing, right? Um, so, how old were you when you first went to an MDA camp? So I, I was, um, I'm going to say, I think I was like nine, nine years old. Wow. I went to a summer camp that was kind of associated with the East Texas area because I do live in Tyler, Texas. And I've, I've lived here the majority of my life, but I also lived in South Texas, like Roger said. So my first camp was, I think, Camp John Mark in, I don't even remember where it was. It's been so long ago. So what, it was in Bruceville. Russo, Texas. That was the first camp Mm -hmm. I went to. So tell tell all the firefighters that are listening what what fill the boot means, you know, for for these camps and and what camp meant to you all these years. So definitely, you know, firefighters have always been like our number one supporters. And, you know, we really appreciate all the hard work that they do. Apart from saving lives, you know, on their daily, they're still like taking the time to volunteer to, you know, continue to, to help all of us in the muscular dystrophy community continue to grow. To me, whenever I started going to camp, you know, being disabled at such a young age, I think I got diagnosed with spinal muscular atrophy at the age of three. So I started going to camp and finding out, you know, that there were other kids like me. So being able to have a safe space to just kind of be myself and not feel, you know, overwhelmed by everyone else being different. Camp really gave that, us that opportunity to just be free and just kind of live our lives. I think that I, I honestly attribute all my years at SMA, at MDA camp, I'm sorry, to the person that I've developed into today, you know, it gave me, like I said, that safe space to just see myself and get to meet other kids like me. Some of my best friends came from camp. Um, unfortunately, three of my best friends that came from my camp are now deceased. Um, so I'm definitely, you know, still here trying to spread the word of mus- that muscular dystrophy is still very much alive. And it, you know, still sadly, uh, you know, takes those that we love and I'm definitely fortunate to still be here at the age of you know almost going to be 35 um especially because when I was diagnosed in 1990 uh they told my parents you know take your daughter home and enjoy her because she'll be gone in four years so they gave me a life expectancy of seven and either like doctors are wrong or I'm too hard-headed to die it's one (laughs) of the two no wonder you along with firefighters (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you, but you, you know, you're a perfect example of, of, of why 
we should be so involved with the MDA and out there every year trying to trying to get funds uh, put in those boots because, like you said, it, it you know you first went when you were nine and you're now almost thirty five and those camps have played a pivotal role in who you are as a person now and your memories uh, that, that you have from your friendships, etc. And those camps just wouldn't exist without the firefighters going out there to uh, fill the boot nationwide. That's true. Definitely, definitely. Because those camps, you know, it takes a lot of money to run. I can't even begin to imagine what the cost of that camp is, but mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to be able to have free transportation, free food for a week, you know, someone to be able to take care of us night and day, you know, all of that. It definitely takes a large group of people and money. So definitely Fill the Boot has always, like I've always loved being a part of Fill the Boot because one, I love firefighters and two, like I definitely like believe in the in, in MDA and everything they've done throughout the year. Well, it's so nice talking to you for a few minutes and God bless you. And, and we hope we talk to you um, when you celebrate your next 35 years. Oh man. All right. Yeah. Thank I you so much for being that. on. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Thank you all. Thank y'all. Uh, and guys, uh, we thank you for coming in for SAFD heat. And again, we want to remind everybody that the dates for fill the boot are going to be November 2nd, 3rd and 4th. Shift on the fourth, saving the best for last. Oh, there, there it is. The A shift there and C shift can set the bar high to uh, see what B shift needs to be on that last day. Guys, thanks. Uh, so thank thank you. you for your time. Appreciate it. This has been the latest production of San Antonio Fire Department Heat. For comments or show suggestions, you can email us at firepio at sanantonio.gov. Thanks for listening.